we're going to go with the hottest topic out right now. And to me and to Zach, that is Lamar Jackson and his availability or lack thereof for this upcoming matchup. Speaking about the Bengals like we did before. So, Zach, the question, as you see at the bottom of the screen, what should we make of Lamar Jackson's unavailability heading into the wild card matchup versus the Bengals? Yeah, well, so this is such an intriguing topic for me, one I wanted to uh, get into all week. So without further ado, let's get into it. I think that when it comes to this Lamar Jackson situation, first of all, Coach Harbaugh last week was asked about Lamar's status for the playoffs and going forward. And he said in this tone, "We're uh, I'm going to leave that stuff alone. And as soon as I heard that, I was like, shoot, like this cannot be good news. Because originally when Lamar got hurt, the opinion was it was only going to be like two or three weeks. And he now hasn't practiced in over 40 days. And oh, there's a lot of things up in the air in this situation. But I'll say this. Everyone in life at some point is going to be in a situation where they think they're underpaid or they have a contract negotiation that's in the air. Whenever there is money on the line and you don't think you're getting compensated properly, I think it's inevitable that things are eventually going to get weird around your working environment because the elephant in the room is that big. And I, what I try to do during a situation like this is I try putting myself in both sides' shoes. And if I put myself in Lamar Jackson's shoes, I probably would have taken the contract last season that the Ravens offered, even though it wasn't as big as the contract the Browns gave Deshaun Watson, because if one team gives out a moronic contract, if they make a dumb decision, you you can't expect a good team, a, a historically team that's been well-run like the Ravens to repeat that. But if I'm Lamar Jackson, also, I'd understand where he was coming from if he, if he said, I want an MVP, unlike him. I was very trustworthy off the field, unlike him. But the Ravens have offered him that money, and he said no. And inevitably, inevitably this was going to happen because that's what always happens in these situations, like when both sides can't come up with an agreement. And I think Lamar Jackson saw what happened to Kyler Murray, and he's out for the season. And Lamar Jackson also doesn't have an agent. So I think there were plenty of people in his ear trying to tell him, like, look, if you don't come, if you don't, if you come back and get hurt, like that is the worst case scenario. And my question for Lamar Jackson, I never understood why he decided to not take the contract and play. Like if he didn't get the contract, fine. But what he should have really done was held out because now he's in a situation where he's hurt. He's not 100 percent healthy and he doesn't feel comfortable coming back which I get, like, you're about to make a huge payday. You don't feel 100%. You want to play under that contract. I understand why you might have some hesitation not wanting to play. But from the Ravens' standpoint, they're also paying him. He's still under contract for one more year. So I understand why they would be a little frustrated by this too. So my main takeaway from this whole saga was that the Ravens' season was really over before it even started. As soon as the season started – and Lamar Jackson and the Ravens stopped negotiating because that was their deal. As soon as the season started, they weren't going to negotiate anymore. As soon as they stopped those negotiations, the Ravens season was over because inevitably this was going to get weird and it's reached an all-time peak. And I don't, for the first time in a while, Will, I don't know if Lamar Jackson is going to be in a Raven uniform next year. Yeah, I mean, I think it's funny that you bring that up because even with the dynamics of the situation, you had them – making the dance, making the actual dance, the prom dance, the Super Bowl. So, um, you know, I guess most people, they felt that 
it was going to be that gamble year where I'm going to bet on myself and do something spectacular where I am no doubtedly earning that contract. Like what we see with Aaron Judge, even though that wasn't a championship, he had a spectacular year in baseball and he gambled on himself and he got the money, right? No questions asked, no fuss about it. You got it. So I think in Joe Flacco, if you want to stay in football on the same exact organization, he bet on himself, got himself a contract and went MIA since. But I think when you talk about Lamar Jackson's situation, you know, Lamar Jackson, he wants to be paid the same amount in that same vicinity of Deshaun Watson, that $230 million guaranteed contract. Now, the problem with that and what Lamar Jackson needs to realize is that that contract is an outlier. Right. When that contract was given, a bunch of owners in the league was upset because it broke the code. Right. Remember, the owners, they maintain power based on economics. That's how things run in this country. Guys in power want to stay in power. So you got to keep the, the, the people below and don't let them get too high because now it's coming out my check. And now I feel a threat to my economic wealth. Now, you can say it's an owner. He has all the money in the world. I'm just telling you what people think and how people think in power of position, okay? So they don't want another instance of a Lamar Jackson. They want that Deshaun Watson deal to, first of all, never exist, but because it does, they want that to be all right. No more than that, all right? He's going to be the one outlier. So if you're the Ravens, just because they did it for Deshaun Watson doesn't mean I got to make that same decision. I'm just telling you what they think. Now, we can compare quarterbacks and say, well, this quarterback won this MVP. This quarterback had these allegations. When they gave him that contract and the owners was upset, it had nothing to do about the allegations. Because I'm pretty sure we could dig up these owners and they have similar situations there. It was because of the money. Now, if you're Lamar Jackson and the Ravens, this is where it gets interesting, right? If you're the Ravens, your leverage is that he's not playing. Like the last two years around this time, He's not playing. That's one side of it. The other leverage is that the contract that Deshaun Watson got is an outlier. Think about the quarterbacks who got paid after him. It didn't even touch that mark. Nowhere near close to it, right? So that's your leverage. If you're Lamar Jackson, your leverage is that, okay, I'm not playing, but you got this cat, Brett Huntley, out here, didn't throw for over 130 yards in any of the four games he's played. So y'all offense is clearly not better without me at the helm and it's damn sure not explosive as explosive without me at the helm so that's where this thing get dicey because i can't really point to a side and say they have all the leverage this situation is funky right now okay and i don't think it's going to end well so you know what lil you talking all that talk you talking about the issues every show is talking about the issues what's the solution okay this is where i go deep in my bag and i know i brought this up in the chat before I would highly consider doing a swap for Lamar Jackson and Kyler Murray. You know, I'm not sure about the economics. Y'all can dive into that. That's not my intel. I'm just telling you what I'm thinking. I think they should swap Kyler Murray and Lamar Jackson. Kyler Murray just got his money, $130 million guaranteed. That's what they was looking for to play um, Lamar Jackson in that range, a little bit higher than that. So you get that guy in your, in your, you know, on your team. And if you're Lamar Jackson, I'm pretty sure you would get paid all the money you want in Arizona. So I think it makes sense. Both quarterbacks have the same skill set to me. One, you, you could say made the playoffs and won a playoff game in Lamar Jackson. One hasn't, but he's still young. Same skill sets. I do a swap. 
And if you're the Ravens, you get your quarterback of the future that you want. And if you're Lamar Jackson, you get your money. The Cardinals, you get your quarterback. That's how I do it. Yeah. The issue is Kyler Murray's hurt, and he has about $37 million left in dead cap space. So, honestly, like, that contract might be untradeable. And if the Ravens don't want to pay Lamar Jackson, I see no reason why they would want to pay Kyler Murray, especially if he's hurt. But I do think there is a real question of, like, if the Ravens don't want to pay Lamar Jackson. And I mean, real quickly, has- though, they want to pay Lamar Jackson when he's hurt, like, the last two years. So, like I said, it's so similar in the situations. Forget the dead cap. But do they want to pay Lamar Jackson after back-to-back years of being hurt? Like, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's a little different just because Kyler's probably going to be out for most of next season, which if they would just rebuild, like if they would get him and he can't play, which is, I don't know, that might be something they're interested in. But I think if the Ravens don't want to pay Lamar Jackson, like I don't know if they would want to pay anyone else. Like the, the thing that makes the situation so interesting is – even though the Ravens clearly don't want to give Lamar Jackson that Deshaun Watson money, I do think there probably is some other team out there that wants Lamar Jackson that badly that could make a trade with the Ravens and just give them a ton of draft picks for them to draft their next franchise quarterback in the future so they won't have to pay him right away. And that's how this thing gets resolved because it's weird right now, man. I agree with you. There's something in the air in Baltimore right now that's making both of us think like, okay, there's some red flags going on, and we're not even sure if Lamar Jackson's future is in Baltimore. So it's interesting. Just because the Ravens don't want to pay him, and I get it, the Ravens have been a winning franchise that have made most of these, they've handled most of these decisions properly in the last decade plus. Like I know that Joe Flacco contract didn't age well, but he won them a Super Bowl. Like they didn't really have a choice to do that, and they've won mainly each and every year over the past 20 years. So they're a well run franchise, and I understand that. Just because the Browns made a stupid decision giving Deshaun Watson that contract, that shouldn't automatically mean they give Lamar Jackson that contract. But I also understand Lamar's point of view when he says, I've accomplished more in the league than Deshaun Watson. I'm also way more trustworthy off the field. That's what I deserve. And maybe there is a team outside of Baltimore that will be willing to give him that money like uh, the Dolphins did with Tyreek Hill, like the Eagles did with A.J. Brown. As soon as they trade for him, they pay him. And uh, this is absolutely going to be one of the biggest storylines going into the offseason. And the fact that he might not even play in this playoff game, it's looking like he's not. It's just a nightmare situation for the Ravens. And uh, I'm very curious to see how this ends. And I think for me, too, when I expand back at that take about, you know, swapping Lamar Jackson or whatever, let's say we do it with the picks and we just – trade him to a team that wants him as quarterback and he send over assets for us to try to draft that next gem, you're still going back to the unknown. Remember, when they got Lamar Jackson, this guy was on his deathbed. Well, excuse me. He was on the hot seat. Excuse me. He was on the hot seat. Basically, his deathbed in the NFL as a coach. Okay, he's about to be packed up out of here. And then he found Lamar Jackson. The chance of you doing that, even with the assets to go get one, is starting it over again. So that's why I would rather trade him for a proven commodity. Yes, I know he's not going to probably play the start of the year, but you got Brett Huntley. That's why you signed him there, you know, as a relief for when my quarterback comes back, he can be my guy. So I would make the deal if I'm them, because at the same time, you just paid your guy, Wakon Smith. Okay, you're, you're dishing out all this money. Remember about championship windows. We can't play these type of games. All right, let me throw this idea by you. I don't know, honestly, if I could see the Lamar 
uh, for Kyler trade happening just because I think like Kyler being out next year, like that's just a killer. Like if he was healthy, maybe, but like, I just don't know if any team is going to want to trade for that contract, knowing the player is not going to be able to play next year, which would just be punting the season next year. But let me, uh, let me know what you think of this. There is a team out there that didn't make the playoffs this year, but they came very close and they have a quarterback whose contract is expiring this year. What they also have is a top five, or they have two first round picks, but they have a top five pick that is not theirs. They traded for it a few years ago. And that's the Detroit Lions. Would you consider trading if you're both sides, Jared Goff, who we know is a pretty solid quarterback. He's proven in the NFL. He's not an unknown. And that top five pick, maybe another first round pick. Could you see Lamar Jackson in Detroit, which honestly might make the Lions the front runner of the NFC next year. That's how scary they would be. I mean, I can't see it because I don't think that the Lions are, you know, thinking about it from that perspective, the way how they coming out talking about golf. But would I do it? Hell yeah. Lamar Jackson and Jared Goff. There's no conversation there. Of course, I'm taking Lamar Jackson. That's the thing. You would, you would have to pay him that. Deshaun yeah, Washington. I mean, if the Lions are okay with, you know, not being cheap for an upgrade at the talent, you know, at quarterback, then yeah, they would do it. If they cheap, just like how most... That's the thing, Zach. That that's the problem where we circle back. I know it seems like on the outskirts that most teams will pay up if they if the Ravens don't want to do it, but we don't know that because the owners are remember when I talked about the code, right? There's a code that these owners are abiding by right now. When the Browns, right, who they did it, right? And they they're a dysfunctional franchise, never had a quarterback, right? Never had a quarterback of relevance. Deshaun Watson. For all we know, as bad as this year has been, he's probably a top five Browns quarterback of all time. Of all time, literally. So they were desperate. Is there another desperate franchise out there that are going to be willing to break the code again, get hated by the owners who you partner with in some instances, and pay Lamar Jackson his money? I'm not sure. Okay, well, let me throw this by you. I do see where you're coming from, of course, when it comes to that Watson contract. It was crazy. And at the time, I understood why the owners were mad, especially the Ravens owner. Like, that was just a low blow. Uh, I know they're in division. I know the Browns left uh, Baltimore for Cleveland. At one, or they left Cleveland for Baltimore at one point. But, man, like, that was just a low blow by Jimmy Haslam right in uh, Steve Bashotti, the Ravens owner's face. But it's interesting, too. Usually when a deal happens like that and the quarterback, like, resets the market – the owners will complain for a little bit, but then when it comes time for the next guy to get paid, he'll abide by it and he'll match that market. And I'm not even talking about Lamar Jackson here, but there are two other young quarterbacks who are going to be due this offseason for extensions that I personally would have no problem giving them that Lamar Jackson money. And it's going to be interesting to see what their ownerships think because both of these two franchises have known to be two of the Chief. cheapest owners yep. in the NFL. And I'm talking about Joe Burrow and the Bengals. And, and of Justin course, Herbert. Herbert yep. and the Chargers. So if those two teams give those quarterbacks that money, which I think there's a good chance they do, if I'm Lamar, that's another reason for me to request that money even more. And even though it might not be from the Ravens, I could definitely see that being from another team. And, and that's the dangerous thing, too, because I agree 100%. Like, I do think Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert, especially if Joe Burrow won the Super Bowl this year, He's getting that type of money. He, he might break the record, period, if he wins a Super Bowl. And he should. If you win a Super Bowl, matter of fact, Deshaun Watson's contract, and I'm not here to the pocket wash. That's really not my forte. I could care less, to be honest with you. I'd love to see 
you know, our athletes, especially in this dangerous sport known as the NFL, getting paid. And I think all contracts, to be exact, should be guaranteed. That's one of the things that I felt in my, my mind when I saw the DeMar Hamlin injury. All contracts should be guaranteed. But, you know, we live in that 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 power struggle, that financial struggle. But anyway, well, nevertheless. I never understood that, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's crazy. But I think um, when you talk about that, I do agree. Joe Burrow, even if he doesn't win the Super Bowl, I think he's probably going to get that money. Now, if you're Lamar Jackson, you'll probably get that money if you see Burrow and Herbert. That's probably when it will be like, all right, this is um the new norm now. So I can give him that money and by you waiting, let's say you are not traded for um this offseason in your franchise tag, by you waiting an extra year, once again, the last two years around this time, you have not been healthy. And I know this conspiracy theories about him not playing right now, but you're playing a dangerous game. Anytime you touch the field and you're not securing that bag, you're playing a dangerous game. We talking about Kyler here, Kyler Swap. He got his money. He made sure that he got his money before he touched the field. And guess what? It couldn't come at a better time because now he, his future is secured. So you're playing a dangerous game, especially when you're playing quarterback and you're using your legs and you're scrambling out of the pocket. Anytime you scramble out that pocket, you never know what can happen. You never know. So you got to secure that bag. And I understand you know, and credit to him, if he feels that he can hold out, if he feels like he can gamble on himself and get that money, if he gets it, I'm celebrating for him. But if you have an opportunity to take care of your future while playing this dangerous sport, then I think you need to do so. That's just my opinion. Yeah, and I, I think also, like, I don't know if holding out is the right term to use because holding out means, like, you're just not showing up because you don't have a contract. And he is in the building, like even though he's not practicing, like he is showing up to work every day and he's being a good teammate. Like he's out there uh, with everyone. It's just that he doesn't feel comfortable playing yet because a, he's not a hundred percent and B he doesn't have that security. And honestly, like I can't blame him for that. But my issue was like, how did you not like even think this could be a possibility of happening? He has had injury issues in the past. And if he really felt this uh, high, or if he really felt this strongly, about not having a contract, then he should have never shown up to training camp and he should have never played the season. And I know that would be a crazy risk to take, but honestly, I think the Ravens might've owned up to it if they didn't have this guy for 17 games, because I know Lamar Jackson is hurt and they have Tyler Huntley playing quarterback, but Tyler Huntley was in the lineup last year at times and the Ravens were able to win some games. Like they were at least competitive, but this year it's, it's not that they, just feel like an underachieving team to me. They had that game against the Steelers one and their defense is still really good. You know, they have some guys Dobbins Andrews as weapons, but without Lamar, this team is just not winning anything. And it's super unfortunate, just a bummer uh, that we're not going to be able to probably not going to be able to see Lamar and Burrow go at it in the playoffs on Sunday night. Lastly, I would just say this about that point. I am not buying that conspiracy theory that Lamar Jackson is just, you know, he's he could go if he want to, but he's not going because he's not paid. I'm not buying that. You know, you wouldn't show up. He's he's there. He's wearing Ra Ravens gear on the sideline. So it's not like he's in street clothes on the sideline. He's wearing he's wearing the Ravens gear. I saw him with the Ravens hat on. Okay, first of all, there was a tweet. I forgot who it was. I can't remember the name, but somebody from NFL Network about he's really hurt, he retweeted that. So I think he's really hurt, and he can't go. The competitor, the guy that I know him to be, the humble guy, will be playing right now if he could. So I'm not buying that there. You mean to tell me 
in that game against the Broncos, he was like, you know what? Today, I'm going to fake an injury, okay, and then I'm going to sit out. No, I don't believe that. And even if you say no, that's not how it went. He was hurt, but then he realized what happened around the league. And Kyla, no, I'm not buying that either. I'm not buying no theories. I believe Lamar Jackson wants to be there for his team right now. It's unfortunate that he's hurt. And if you're the Ravens and you've seen that back-to-back year, back-to-back years, and you didn't want to pay him before, I'm not sure why now you would want to pay him. The only way I can say, the only reason is because Brad Huntley, you realize that's not the guy. But in that case, and you still don't want to pay him, that's why you swap for another quarterback who's a proof of commodity, and you know you can win with that guy. There's so many outlooks, Zach. We'll be here all day. This contract will keep coming up, and it is what it is. We'll keep talking about it. Yeah, going to that point, though, I so here's what I think is going on. I don't think he's 100%. Like, he's clearly banged up. Something is wrong with him. But I do think if he had the Deshaun Watson contract, he would be playing on Sunday because he has that security. And I'm not criticizing him for this decision at all. Like, he could do whatever he wants. I totally understand where he's coming from. But all I'm saying is two things. I don't think he's 100% healthy, A. And B, I think if he has the contract, if he has that stability, I think we would see him in the lineup in a must-win playoff game. And I'm not – Yeah, I mean, if you're getting paid that money, there's also a pressure of, yo, I got paid a lot of money. If I can be out there, I got to be out there. That's why Deshaun Watson – Yo, really and truly, he shouldn't even played this year. Okay, Jacoby Brissett was operating the offense. Yes, it wasn't pretty, and they lost games. They lost games because of special teams mainly. But they was like, yo, I gave you $230 million. You better play. I don't care if we mathematically eliminated. You're going to play. So, yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, of course, if you get paid that money and you can go, you're going to have to go. I paid you a lot of money, bro. So, yeah, I agree with that. If you're the Ravens too, though, you you're still paying him something. Like he's still your starting quarterback. He's uh, you know he's part of the team. Like I understand why they wouldn't be too happy about this either. And honestly, this is what I was talking about. Like it is a weird situation because both sides have valid points. This doesn't seem like something that's going to be fixed anytime soon. And it was inevitable that this was going to happen. The longer time went by, and here we are after 18 weeks of Lamar Jackson not having a contract and the Ravens playing football. Here we are. So this is why I said in the beginning, as soon as the season started and the Ravens and Lamar were not able to come up with that agreement, the Ravens season was over. They were never going to have any success because the elephant in that building right now is too big and you can't avoid it.